Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your post-impact wrestling show. It's December 8th, 2022. We just witnessed an hour-long classic. Oh, my good Lord. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to go over with Impact. We'll have a lot to talk about with Fightful Select. I'll get this out of the way right now. Uh, It is my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to my brother. I'm not going to shout his name out on the screen, but he knows if he's watching. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, brother Joel. Brother Joel, name of your new (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. Oh, folks, we have have one hell of a show to talk about. We got a lot to do. I am at Joel Pearl, and I am here with my number one, my ride or die, I got Cresta Star. How you doing, Cresta? I witnessed a murder for the second week in a row on Impact Wrestling. So um, you're building quite the case against yourself, Scott Demore. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing great. That that last match had me crying, vomiting in the club. And when it does come time for Speedball to be that guy, I can't wait. I have no words. It was so good. What a good show tonight. An unexpected classic between Josh Alexander and Speedball Mike Bailey. We're going to talk about that. We're going to run down the show. We're going to talk a little BTI. We'll talk about Iceman himself. <laughs> and of course, all the other stuff that y'all want to talk about. We'll get into it. And you can talk to us here. Hello, chat. It's good to see you. I got you in front of me. I hope you're doing well. I hope if you're listening in the audio realm afterwards, you live this five-star review. Do whatever you want to do here. YouTube.com slash Fightful as well. Subscribe to us. Tell Team YouTube that you've been messing with our algorithm. You've been messing with our shows. We're not getting the well. We are. I mean, Creston, we're getting the numbers. We're getting our numbers. Listen, they they're have. pushing us to the moon because everyone knows once you're we're, impact faithful, you're impact for f- 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 life. That's right. They're, they're, we're impact one point four 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 life. <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends if you got impact friends and fans in your life. Go ahead, tell them about this show because not everyone knows that we review Impact Wrestling directly after the show finishes on Access or wherever you're watching it. Oh my goodness. You can donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. It's a little dollar sign underneath the chat box. If you do that, any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. And if you want to do some humper chatting instead because maybe you want to be hip and cool like the kids, you can go ahead and do that, Crest, to tell them how. You can head over to humperchats.com and it's just like a super chat, but a humper chat. You get a, we keep a little bit more of the profits or the donation and it helps Sean know, Hey, we're doing a good job here. I would love it if you went over to humperchats.com and gave us a donation and we'll read your comment on air. There you go. Humperchats.com. MA Solko right 
right away <laughs> with the Humper chat. Do the match notes you take get looser when you realize they're going long? That's actually a really good question. Um, actually, Cresta, I'll start with you because okay. I know we take very different notes. You also <laughs> write yours the old-fashioned mm-hmm. way. So go ahead. So I'll just show you. This is the beginning. This side is the beginning of the Josh Alexander match. And once they started muckalizing each other, this is what I just ended up writing. Oh, my God. Two seconds. (laughs) Just capital letters and screaming. Literally in my head. I screamed twice tonight, and one of them was at the the last match. So as it gets more chaotic, like there's been a couple of times watching Impact where I'm just like, I'm not writing anything because holy hell, this is a match. And if I write, my hands are going to get carpal tunnel and get stuck that way. So I, it's just, it becomes a mess. I forget how to write. <laughs> I tend to, and maybe one day I'll share my notes because I really do have notes for every episode of Impact we've done and every special event we've mm-hmm. done. Uh, I keep them in a notepad doc because I'm just... I'm just straight up bougie like that. Let me tell you. So anyway, I keep it along with my notes, uh, the date and all that stuff. <laughs> I love Graham saying it's a scream of consciousness for Cresta. I have no mouth, but I'm a scream. <laughs> for my notes, I try to keep them fairly concise, but I also try to have the the bullet points that I like, like maybe moves that I like, or, or I always have the finish down. If a match is going long, yeah, I'll let it breathe for a little bit because mm-hmm. not everyone needs the play-by-play, beat-by-beat. You can get that. On Fightful.com, you can get that. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyone's play-by-play is available. Live notes are there. But for us, I try to keep track of like the cool stuff or the not-so-cool stuff or the stuff that's like worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so It's about the same with my notes, too. Uh, there are points where I'm like, I definitely want to say this. Or if it comes up in conversation because I write it. Also, Mavis Beacon did not teach me typing. I am so awful when it comes to typing. I feel like it'd be so much easier to have it like in a document like you. But this would be me. I, nah, I just I'm quicker with the hands. <laughs> and three monitors here. So right now I've got our show here. I've got you and I with the chat. I've got my notes right here on the second monitor. I've got mm-hmm. my Twitter open just in case. And then I've got the Humper chats up above. I re reconfigured everything lately in my streaming setup. Um, and speaking, speaking of uh, the writing game and not being taught how to type, when I was in 12th grade English, I had a teacher who came out of retirement to teach our class because they didn't have the teacher or the teacher that they were supposed to have uh, decided that they were unavailable for whatever reason. So Mm -hmm. she came back. Her name was Mrs. Stoddard. And so she came back and uh, my, this is, there's 10 years between my brother and I, Mrs. Stoddard was my brother's English teacher. So she came back to teach me in my 12th grade English. So 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. So she comes out and she comes, comes out. What is this? Like a wrestling match. So, we're we're halfway through the year and we've been writing papers and I, like writing papers in class. Right. And she pulls me aside one day after class and she says, Joel, every single time you submit a paper that I have to grade that is handwritten by you, I have to open a fresh bottle of wine just to mark it. <laughs> Do you have chicken scratch, Joel? I have doctor's just the worst handwriting you can imagine. It's not impossible. I also write block letters. So I write in all caps, but mm-hmm. obviously my if I start a word, my big letter is the biggest one. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So uh, eventually she's like, you're going to start doing all of your, your uh, everything on the computer, like all your assignments, your exams, everything. So they had me set up on a computer. Keep in mind, I, I'm of an age where like we weren't doing exams on 
our computers at school. Mm -hmm. So like they had to write a special exemption for me not to write it with everyone else. I had to do it in the computer lab with like supervision, all this stuff. I'm laughing. Mama, that's garbage. It was perfect for me because I I hate handwriting. I was, first of all, my hand cramps up something fierce because I'm a, I'm a fast writer. And then next thing you know, yeah, someone's now asking that they that I, <laughs> that I post my handwriting. Maybe I'll post my handwriting. Tell you what, if we get enough thumbs up on this video, I will I will do it. I will post it. I will post my decipher what it says. <laughs> All I need is a hundred. All I need is a hundred likes on the video. We'll go from there. And uh, yeah, long story short, my handwriting is atrocious. So that's why I keep notes like this on a on a notepad. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. We should probably talk about the show now. <laughs> I mean, we do have a long main event. We do. I mean, it's not important. It's fine. The, the, the show happened. It's over. Good night. We'll see you uh, <laughs> Let's start with BTI. George Iceman gives us his Iceman intel. I sent you this video earlier this week. George Iceman and Josh Alexander do a show on the members only YouTube stream for impact wrestling Mm -hmm. where they talk about Josh's retro matches or matches that Josh Alexander likes. George Iceman is in character the entire time doing his George Iceman routine. And it absolutely just, it it gives me life. Cresta. You saw it. (laughs) Go out of your way. Living the gimmick. Let me tell you something about living the gimmick. Sometimes I can't speak in accents because I'll just keep doing it and then I don't know how to talk regular. <laughs> so you got to live the gimmick. I love a good gimmick. And George Iceman is a good gimmick. It's one hell of a gimmick and he's got it in spades. So he comes out and he says that Bully Ray is causing chaos ever since he challenged Josh Alexander to a match at Hard to Kill. I don't know why he sounds like, uh, who was that guy? T- uh, Tony Plimpton. Tony Clinton, oh. the, the guy that, that uh, Andy Kaufman used to guy. Did you ever watch Man on the Moon? With Jim Carrey? You know Andy Kaufman? I plead the fifth, Your Honor. Okay, Andy Kaufman was a very famous comedian. He also had this alter ego called Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton would come out, he was like a 50s lounge singer, but he was a piece of shit. And he spoke like this. He was a real piece of garbage human being. Clifton. Tony Clifton. Uh, Plimpton was uh, based on somebody else. Anyway, that, that's that's what George Iceman sounds like. We're we're already like everywhere tonight. We're off the chats. It's off the rails. <laughs> uh, we're in another county. So Josh wants to get his hands on Bully Ray, and he's been in talks with Scott Demore regarding something going on tonight. Says Iceman, and then will Scott be on board with Josh's plan? Well, he apparently was, as we would discover during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So instead, the BTI match was Trey Miguel versus Jason Hotch. I really, 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 really like this match. For a couple of reasons. One, Trey's finally a heel and he's really healing it up. And mm-hmm. two, Jason Hotch is a trainee of Trey Miguel's. So this was a student and master type of thing. It's a good match. Very straightforward. Very simple. Trey gets the win, gets mm-hmm. the lightning spiral. But the big news was afterwards he spray paints Hotch's stomach a la NWO. What do you think of the match? And uh, you do you know who Banksy is? Because Tom Hannafin certainly doesn't. Wow, I do know who Banksy is. Um, I used to work at a job that Banksy allegedly spray painted. No one knew if it was a hoax or not, but it is what it is. Um, I like the I thought you were about to say he, he worked where Banksy allegedly worked. I was going to be like, oh, everyone's worked with Banksy. Nah, dog. He just spray painted this arts and crafts store I worked at one time. So <laughs> people were like, was it him? Was it not him? There's cameras everywhere. I didn't care as long as my checks were signed. Who cares? Um, I thought the match was good. I like him this new music, spray painting people, threatening to spray paint Gia Miller. 
rude. I love it. I love it. I like this new heel persona. I said I was going to say something online, but I've decided against it. Just know that I really enjoy his heel. This heel is so arrogant. And I'm, it's, it's the perfect borderline of arrogant. Cause sometimes I feel arrogance can go too much and it becomes grating, but this is so good. And then spray painting people rude. And I love a good rude man. <laughs> Does a really good job of it. One thing I really like, by the way, Hotch has a great leaping mm. vertical, did the leaping stomp, which is also known as Cam and Grimes as cave in looked really good. And of course, Trey knows how to take it. So that helps. Uh, mm-hmm. Hotch and, and Trey just had a really solid match, but it was really all about progressing Trey's new image and Trey's new look. I was a big fan of that. Um, let's actually, let's just go down to later on in the night because you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Gia Miller comes to the back and is sitting with Trey Miguel. And she says, why would you deface the X division championship? Because Trey has basically put his, his initials, the TM mm-hmm. over the X division title. And then Trey responds. And I think this is genius. He says, did I deface my body when I got the X division title tattooed on my leg? Because that's uh-huh. how much I love this thing. And then Gia is kind of like a little uneasy as Trey pulls out his spray paint can. But for some reason, behind the couch and underneath the whole time was Crazy Steve. A wild, for- crazy Steve appeared. <laughs> wild, crazy Steve. And first of all, if I'm if I'm Trey, I'm just like, I am thinking about every single thing I did in that dressing room all day. <laughs> and whether or not Crazy Steve saw it. Okay. So Crazy Steve comes out and he's just like, hey, Trey, your actions have consequences. And I consider myself a bit of an artist. And then when Steve says, when I tag something I want, I do it in blood. So they're going to do Trey Miguel versus Crazy Steve. I love it. Trey says he's got a crazy paint job for Crazy Steve as he kind of walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to Crazy Steve and Trey Miguel. What'd you think of that little segment with Gia Miller and Trey Miguel? And um, would you like to have seen Gia Miller tagged by Trey? Gia Miller, I love all of her outfits, so don't you ever put that green spray paint on her. However, as much as I would like to see Crazy Steve versus Trey Miguel, I'm still holding out for Black Taurus. I feel like he really deserves that at some point, that exhibition championship, because that run he went on before that tournament was fantastic. During the tournament, fantastic. And if Crazy Steve is the scion, and not to say that impact is good for trade and belts back and forth, but I would love to see Black Taurus take it off for Trey Miguel, and then Trey Miguel take it off for Black Taurus, and people say, wow, you guys are hogging to get out of here, and maybe they beat people up. But I, I think that there is something really there with the Black Taurus, Trey Miguel storyline. I love it. I love Crazy Steve too, because I know Crazy Steve is going to have one hell of a match with him and maybe even push Trey Miguel further into this heel um, persona. But at the end of the day, if there's a Black Taurus match in there, because even the one they had was superb. So make run it back. Run that back. <laughs> I'm down with it. And I would love to see it. I don't know about the title hot potatoing. But, like I said, I could take it or leave it, but yeah. I don't want Black Taurus to just lose. But at the same time, Trey Miguel just got it. So I don't know how you work that out. Yeah, I, you know what? Let's have uh, let's have Black Taurus win the Battle of Los Angeles for PWG, and then get that X Division Championship. Who knows? Uh, either way, I, I like where it's going. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But that that particular segment was good. Good progression for Trey Miguel tonight. Big fan. Let's open up Impact with a recap of Cody Deaner shiving Eric Young, killing him on the sets. But we do a little bit more. Normally, these uh, these Impact openers are pretty much just straight up recaps this one was Mm -hmm. an actual promo 
from Diener alongside the music and the video. And she says, the valleys walked by by design were deep. The intention was to heal this business. They were true intentions. He says, Violent by design is a movement with a designer at the helm. Some movements fade away, but the righteous ones never fade or die. They are simply reborn in the blood of their designer. And then they make the match. Sammy Callahan versus Big Con tonight. I loved this opening segment. If for nothing else, it establishes Diener. And it also sets up a match and it's a different opening segment than what we've been seeing on impact over the last Mm -hmm. God knows how long. What did you think of this opening segment? I loved it. I like how they've established, like you said, Cody Dina, but they've also established him as like this kind of different character under Eric Young. I felt he was very chaotic, almost tweaker. Like if you will, like, like really just chaotic. But now he's like, oh, sometimes you just got to take a life to become life itself. It's borderline delusional, which I love a good delusional heel, but it's really martyr. I, I love how in the essence, it's kind of left ambiguous. Yes, we've seen him shank Eric Young, but did he kill Eric Young? Does he still have the weakness in it? Let's say Eric Young come back. I don't know. But for right now, it establishes Cody Diener as don't mess with me. I've ended a man's life. You don't know what I'm capable of. And I like how, too, this establishes Khan to have a good match with someone who you could just not for nothing beat up and nothing's going to happen to them. I say that in sense that Sammy Callahan is so good at being the death machine and just being a, a general menace to have him win or lose in that match puts both men over, if if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, and while we're at it, we may as well just talk about it. Sammy Callahan takes on Big Con later on in the night on Impact. Uh, Diener's wearing all white now when he comes out with Violent by Design because he is the leader. He is the new he's designer. He's also doing this. Yes, he does a lot of... <laughs> he is Mr. Burns. He is Charles McDeanery Burns. McDeanery Burns. That's hilarious. Diener Montgomery Burns. No, I like Charles McDeanery Burns. I love uh, it. There you go. It's 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 a it's not a great match, but for mm. what it is, it's fine. We're clearly going to tell the story of Sammy running through all members of Violet by Design right now. Uh, at one point, they got Sammy backed up in the corner, and Big Con kind of gets in his face, and you've got the good visual of Diener and Angels on each side, just because you know Sammy's taking on all members of Violet by Design. It's cool. Mm. There's good stuff. Con is basically the giant who doesn't have to sell, so it's good match. Very straightforward. It's what it is. Every promotion has a giant who doesn't have to sell for them. Braun Strowman is one of those guys right now in WWE, for example. Doesn't have to sell unless he has to sell. Sammy gets some offense in, takes Khan outside, and then Khan immediately just choke slams Sammy Callahan onto the ring apron. Sammy goes for a chair for some reason. Alan Angels dra- grabs it, distracts the referee, but Khan hits the top rope DVDT, or sorry, DVD for the win over Sammy Callahan. What do you think of the match? And we're going to do Sammy Callahan versus Angels next week. Like the new name, the design, very simple, works for me. I was personally excited to see this because a few uh, post shows back, we had spoke. I was like, is this the guy from Ascension? And I'm ready to see him with fresh new eyes. I actually like the match. Considering it was a Sammy Callahan match, I was surprised. There was no blood. Nobody got dismembered. And now that you've said it, he really didn't sell anything. He just beat up Sammy Callahan for like a solid 10 minutes. I mean, Sammy did get some offense, but overall it establishes Khan, like you said, like a big monster giant. I love it. And I I want to shoot my shot, but no, I'm, I'm good for being wrong. I think Sammy Callahan eventually gets initiated into the, the design. 
I think they beat him up over and over again, and it's a Cody Diener situation. And he either turns on them, and that's how you break them up and push them all as single stars later on down the line, or he just leaves and still gets beat up again. But that I'm I'm making this bold prediction, and if I'm wrong, I don't hate it. But what if Sammy just needs some backup? Who? Nobody nice likes Sammy Callahan. <laughs> but nobody likes Violent by Design either. Maybe Rich Swan suddenly likes Sammy Callahan again. I Maybe really that. feel like I've seen something where Rich Swan tried to like Sammy Callahan one time and Sammy Callahan just beat him up for weeks. Yeah, it's a good time. They had a good run. Uh, Edward Edwards is another guy. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. He's another guy. Those two had a very storied uh, rivalry because at one point, I don't know if you remember this or if you saw this, but there was mm-hmm. a match that the two had where Sammy cracked Eddie Edwards in the face with a baseball bat like and, and legitimately Wait. hit him. I think I know. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm thinking of Ace Austin. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, either way, it kept it. it they just kind of. They came back and did a program mm-hmm. out of that. There was no heat over it. Like it was, it sucked and, and there was an injury, yeah. but uh, they came back and they ran Sammy versus Eddie Edwards into the ground out of, as a result. That being said, they kind of have a enemy, my friend type of scenario built in with that. You can have Eddie Edwards be like, all right, I will come and, and back you up because VBD and I have some history as well. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Either Sammy knows? is a friend or Sammy could infiltrate VBD. I don't hate that. I mean, the problem with Sammy is Sammy got no friends like Moose got no friends. <laughs> Y'all didn't see yourselves. Nobody wants to work with Bully Ray, too. Nah, Bully Ray at least got Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah, that's one hell of a friend that you want, let me tell you. I mean... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> one friend or no friend, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Moose doesn't need friends. He's big. Um Let's talk about the top of the match, the top of the show. Impact tag titles on the line. Motor City Machine Guns taking on Heath and Rhino. Motor City Machine Guns, of course, are also the New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, too, because uh, there's some stuff in New Japan coming around the Impact Bend, and we'll get into that. Uh, it's a good match. It's a solid match. It ends exactly as I expected it to be. Uh, major players, of course, hit the ring. They hit uh, a wake-up call on Heath and Chris Saban, so it's a no contest. I like that instead of having them take out one team and be a disqualification for the Mm -hmm. other team, they made it a no contest. Uh, Rhino fails in his mission to kill somebody. He doesn't do it. And I like that the Motor City Machine Guns worked over Heath's knee Mm -hmm. for the beginning of the match. That was a really good trope. Um, But in the end, they don't have a finish, and it looks like we're going to do it again next week. What did you think of the match? When the major players ran out, all I kept hearing in my mind was you saying, look, it's the major brothers. (laughs) The major brothers. I mean, I liked it. I liked that it was a no contest. Like you said, I liked that it didn't go either way, left or right. Working over Heath was just really for the rhino hot tag. And I, too, was a little upset we didn't rip someone in half. At this point, I feel like it's leading to a three-way for the tag titles, which, honestly, I would not hate. I think that would be chef's kiss. Um, But I see this happening again next week. We're going to get a fantastic match. They might say, oh, the major players are bar. We make sure they're not here. And guess who's going to show up? the major players. So I'm okay with it. So hard to kill. If we got to get that January 13th, I'm okay with that. We'll group all the Josh Alexander stuff together. um, Mm -hmm. And instead we'll move on to Jordan Grace and Mickey James doing this photo shoot. This is something different. This was a neat segment that they did. Uh, You know, they, they do, they're both having 
photos taken of themselves. They're mm-hmm. standing together on the same uh, backdrop and having photographer do their thing. And essentially, Mickey's like, I appreciate this. And I know how much this means and what's at stake with this knockouts title match at Hard to Kill. And, you know, I, she says, I want to earn the title. Uh, so don't treat me like a charity case. Don't go easy on me. And then Jordan says, I respect Mickey enough that I'm going to retire her. Uh-huh. And then she holds the belt above her head and they do the the looking at each other pose. And then it kind of screenshots into the match graphic, which, again, I really like it. A neat segment, something different. Uh, what did you think about this little Jordan Grace, Mickey James photo shoot? It was cute. I have no complaints. To me, it was very standard. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. It, w- it was the standard conversation that you would have mm-hmm. for two baby faces going for a title, but they kind of turned it on its head in terms of where it was and the elements that they used to tell the story. Okay, that's fair. I liked it overall. Um, Jordan Grace is going to retire this poor woman or some <laughs> shenanigans is going to happen. <laughs> True. It could very well be shenanigans. Because that it hasn't happened in a single Mickey James match. But what happens if shenanigans does happen? Does she get a rematch? Does she go home? Does someone knock the bull's knee out? You know what I mean? It's the last rodeo. So I don't know. I, I foresee a Chelsea Green shenanigan. I foresee it. <laughs> I guess we're going to find out. Savannah Evans takes on Taya Valkyrie. We do a little Ray Walt math. There's a 400 million percent chance of victory for Savannah. Sure. Well, I mean, I he's impact right. Impact math. Impact math is the best math certified. No, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> uh, if my rent could be done in impact math, would I be paying less or more? Probably more, but it depends on who's your tax preparer. Because if it's Scott Stein and you got a 33 and a third percent chance of it being wrong. <laughs> yeah. And here in Canada, I'd probably have a 33 and a third percent chance of paying that in taxes. Anyway. <laughs> I like that it's Taya's doing one step forward and Evans mm-hmm. dominates at every step. So two steps back for Taya. There's a really cool modified STF that Taya Valkyrie does. It looks solid. And then Evans just grabs Taya's hair and breaks out of it. Evans pins Taya with the full Nelson slam. And so it begins. However, this is where things were weird tonight. They show Tasha Steeles, who was at ringside, getting up on the apron and clapping for Savannah Evans. But they quickly cut to the next segment. I didn't like that. It I didn't absolutely like it either. took away from everything we've been talking about when it comes to Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles and how their relationship is is uh, evolving. Mm-hmm. They should have let it breathe. They literally cut right to the next thing. I liked how it was a three-on-one situation because Tasha Steeles the whole time was like, you ain't helping me. I'm not helping you, which I kind of respect. And I also really think that Taya Valkyrie losing here was the right choice as well. To me, again, this is one of those situations like with Sammy Callahan. For Taya Valkyrie, her losing doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. She's still the tag champion. And Taya Valkyrie is that girl. I think didn't was was it Deanna Perrazzo who took the title off of her or was that Mickey James who took the title off of her? Mickey took the title off of Tasha. So who took it off of Taya when she was doing her whole um belt collector thing? When she was like um before Deanna Perrazzo did it. I feel like Perrazzo might have taken it off of her. My brain hurts. I don't remember. I'm sorry. He said no numbers in math. We, we do an impact math. Either way, the point is, is that Taya Valkyrie is really decorated. And her doing that for Evans, and Evans looked great here. I'm not taking nothing away from Evans. And this is a really big bump up. At some point, Tasha Steeles is going to get jealous. Okay. Sorry. Sue Young took a front. Okay. Let's go back to 
2020. Come on, impact history lesson. I'm ready. Come on. I got my jabroni hat on. Jordan Grace takes it off of Taya. Okay. And then Deanna takes it off of Jordan. Okay. Stu Young takes it off of Deanna. Okay. And then Deanna wins it back. Mickey oh, takes yeah. it from Deanna. Okay. And then Tasha takes it off of Mickey. Okay. And then Jordan takes it off of Tasha. So, yeah, Why Jordan I ended Taya's longest reign. Deanna. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because Mickey was in the middle, one at Bound for Glory. Over okay, Deanna. Fair. Okay, fair. Yeah, okay. that was that was a weird time because I was like the, I was the the Tasha Steele's mm-hmm. reign was strange to me, but uh, we've talked about that before. Yes. Anyway, what where, where are we going with the with the Tasha and Savannah Evans thing? What, what are we going to do? I think at some point it leads to a match between them. I think Evans wins. I hope Evans beats up Killer Kelly. Run that back because like you beat me up when I was a rookie. I'm not a rookie no more. I think Tasha gets jealous and Tasha gets beat up. And maybe we have Evans run for X Division world title. Come on now. Women's world title. Come on now. Let's see how it goes. But I I definitely see a collision course between these two. So, yeah, they're pointing out in the chat. Tasha Steeles took it from Mickey James. Okay. Mickey beating Jordan and then Tasha beating Mickey James to get her knockouts title back. I wouldn't be against that. It might be fun. And then do a Savannah Evans versus Tasha Steele's feud. A, a, a Michaels versus Diesel feud. Like, while I, while I hear that, I'm only thinking of Chelsea Green been gone for a minute. And people say she's going back to WWE. She's not whatever it is. But let's say she stay in there, which 
which is still a possibility. Nothing's confirmed. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Nothing's confirmed. She shows up. Yep. If she shows up, what if she reprises that hot mess Jess character? Because I remember seeing that on YouTube back in the day when she was just literally a mess. You broke her psyche, and she's so obsessed with being the one to retire Mickey James that she says, you're not winning the championship. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I don't yeah. know. I could see it. I could see it. But I don't I don't see Tasha Steeles and Evan somehow waiting that trajectory over there right as yet. I see Evans later on, but not right now. We're going to see what happens. I'm, I'm intrigued. But it just felt like tonight they just kind of cast it by the wayside yeah. because they had an hour-long uh, main event to get to. Uh, they cut quick because they were doing the Ace of Bays in Japan video. Uh, for those who don't know, they're in Japan competing in the World Tag Junior League. World Junior Tag League. My brain just completely <laughs> hitched itself. It, it was shut great. down. <laughs> it just shut down. Uh, 12 points. They're in a five-way tie right now, but they're in first place somehow. Either way, they're looking real good in Japan, and it feels like they'll come back and get those New Japan strong tag titles or at least a shot at them, given how they're doing right now. Uh, anything to add on the Ace of Bays in Japan comment? I'm happy they're winning. I hope they come back okay. and get a good run. Maybe they might even take it off of Heath and Rhino, but I feel like the major players are going to do some major shenanigans and get the titles. Major damage for major players. <laughs> yes, very bad. How about you do some major damage to us and leave us a super chat or a humper chat? Go ahead, do it. Moose is backstage. He beats down Bupinder Gujar, and then he tells Gujar to leave a message for Joe Henry because for some reason he can't pronounce the D in Henry. But if you say his name, he'll appear, and he didn't want him to appear. That's why he so attacked Bupinder. It. Got it. <laughs> Says it's time to believe in Moose. Do you believe in Moose? Man, back to my Sammy Callahan has no friends comment. <laughs> that's what it that's what it was. Honestly, I do like this feud between Joe Hendry and Mute and Moose, but Moose always kind of feels like a final boss or the guy right before you get to the guy. Because Moose doesn't let up. Just like Sammy Callahan. Moose doesn't stop for no reason. And I really like Joe Hendry. And I don't I don't want Moose to beat him up. I don't want Moose to beat him up. You know what else doesn't stop, Cresta? What? The news and scoops. And all the stuff over at Fightful Select. All this all the all the things. You you want you want a QA with the Grab City guys? You got one. They did one today. You want Sasha Banks news? Well, that drip that dropped ten Sasha Banks. During Impact, we dropped some Sasha Banks news where people think she's going to wind up, where people are thinking, you know, what they're thinking about this New Japan news. You can check that out over at FIFA Select. Lady Frost news, apparently in Mexico, she is becoming a hot commodity, and it's not just CMLL that want her. There are others. And we have our first annual Fightful Awards where if you vote, you get your say in some of the best of the best of the year. There will be a award show hosted by Sean Rossap, by Denise Salcedo, and by Will Washington sometime in 2023 in the early months. And I'm a clown on it. You bet I will. But for five bucks, you get all the news every single day. You get Sour Graps. You get The Weekender with Steven Jensen. Go follow Steven Jensen. Do all the stuff over at Fightful Select. Five bucks. That's all you got to pay. That's what you do. And you won't get five beat bucks. up by Moose. Five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. Ten dollars. <laughs> you can do ten dollars and you get some extra stuff out of that too you get early access to certain interviews and other notes see look at this we're upselling now upselling keep 
Turn it up. <laughs> By the way, yes, everyone does need to ballot box stuff impact matches. And Come if I could now. if you, if you want to write in tonight's main event, you can absolutely do that because this has match of the yes. year material. We're yes. going to get to it in a sec, but first we got to talk about the five-star promo from Delirious. Cresta, you finally saw one. What do you think of I, Delirious? For a split moment, I thought he was speaking in actual language. But then I realized this man is speaking the same thing that little boy from the Thornberries was speaking. <laughs> Gibberish? Yes. Yes. Now, I don't, I've never seen Mr. Delirious. I don't know anything about Mr. Delirious. But the fact that he wants to beat up Eddie Edwards, I'm on board. I don't forgive him for what he did with Honor no more. And killing PCO. So, you know what? Go ahead, crazy lizard man. Bite his face off because I feel like <laughs> that is one of your signature moves like crazy Steve and everyone in Decay. So I feel like you're going to bite his face. So I liked it. 10 out of 10. I'm surprised that's your match, your promo of the night. Swingman was on to this nice show. There yet. We're getting there. Delir- every Delirious promo is a five-star <laughs> promo if you haven't figured it out by now. Every I, one is better than the last. I, I understand. I understand. So Delirious is calling out Eddie Eddie Edwards, Edward Edwards, as we call him here, and says, without this mask, I affected the trajectory of Eddie Edwards' career for the last 10 years. I like this, this, this little thing, this little tidbit, because for those who don't know, Delirious was the booker for Ring of Honor before Tony Khan bought it. And that was over the last, maybe not 10 years, but definitely five to seven years. Okay. And Edward Edwards at one point was a part of Ring of Honor. So there was a little bit of, of, of uh, if you know, you know. And I really okay. like that. And he said he came to Impact to challenge Eddie Edwards. He'll shake his hand. But he's got a very, very, very dangerous delirious to contend with. Uh, I like that there's some callbacks. I like that there's some history being used here. You don't need to know everything about delirious and Edward Edwards. But it's nice if you have that background, especially mm-hmm. their time in Noah. They've worked together. They've tagged together. But they've never had a one-on-one singles match. I mentioned that last week. Now they're going to do it. Here's the best part, Cresta. We talked about this offline. They said this was going to be the main event. (laughs) And when they said that, I was like, I don't remember them filming this match. Uh, Delirious only worked one match at the last tapings, and it was the Yuya match where he tagged with Yuya against, I forget who, and someone in the chat will remind me. It was on the BTI Thanksgiving episode that we didn't Uh cover because it was BTI, or it was was a Thanksgiving clip show. Sure, whatever. I was like, they didn't film it, so they either did something in the back and... Mm -hmm. They're going to air it tonight or they're going to move it because I knew about this one hour classic that was going on. Mm -hmm. As we found out, it was the latter. So they're going to do Eddie Edwards versus Delirious next week on Impact. Fine by me. Cool. Uh, Looking forward to it. Just a a Delirious Edward Edwards match. And I assume PCO is on his way back too, right? Hopefully. I mean, PCO earned my respect with whatever little party trick he does with his arm. It freaks me out. 10 out of 10. Wouldn't recommend if you're queasy, but if you like wrestling, I also like how Impact regularly rewards its viewers. Like, if you know, you know, because there's a lot of things where people will cut their promos. If you know, you know. And it's really rewarding because it's like, hey, I know, that's me. I know. (laughs) And it doesn't hurt, like, if you know, you know. But also, if you don't, you're either going to get caught up with commentary or it just won't really matter. It enhances the match. It enhances the story. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you go back and look at it later on, let's say five years from now, you're like, I remember watching this. Oh, I get it now because you look back at all their matches. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, we're here. The gift that keeps on giving is this main event. 
it's fightful. Sl- no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it in a George I- Iceman voice. It's fightful select. Fightful <laughs> select for five dollars. Anyway, <laughs> we'll start with the promo in the backstage. Josh Alexander is with Scott Demore, as George Iceman said he would be. He said Josh never cared about people telling him about Bully Ray. He said everybody told him what he already knew, but Dreamer let him have his guard down. And I was like, Yeah, Tommy Dreamer really messed you up bad, didn't he? Why would you listen to? Why would, why you, would you listen to Tommy Dreamer? What's wrong with you? Josh. You deserve a spanking for that. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? Anyway, uh, he says, otherwise, Bully Ray is just another challenger. And Scott Demore is like, yeah, you go do whatever you want to do tonight. And so Josh walks out. And then the best, absolute best part of the entire show happens. Johnny Swinger shows up and he says he wants a title shot. Hell yeah. And Zicky Dice is like, good to meet you. I got a two and a half hour elevator pitch that I want you to hear. And I'm, I'm just laughing my ass off. This I one because I was like, I would, would you sit in a room with Zicky Dice and swing me for two and a half hours in an elevator pitch? I wanted to say no, but Zicky Dice has been really funny on Twitter saying the most random things. Like if you don't like popcorn, we got heat. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I mean, honestly, he said after working here for so long, it's finally nice to meet you. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, come on. Maybe you can learn a thing or two in the dungeon, baby. <laughs> Good. I would love to see it too. And so Scott's like, win 50 matches and Swingman to get a Tyler slot. And I'm like, oh, is this the beginning of a Swingman revolution where he wins 50, ti- 50 matches to get a title shot? I, am I love it. In for it. If Swingman wins any match, like if Swingman starts winning on, on the tapings, I know where this is going and I'm absolutely all for it. <laughs> I don't listen. If he wins and somehow actually wins the title, you can't tell me wrestling's fake. <laughs> you right. can't tell me. You cannot tell me. Cause if wrestling's fake, explain this shit. <laughs> you can't, you can't tell me wrestling's fake ever again. And that also means that we set a precedent that in impact wrestling, if you win 50 matches, you get a title shot. You know what? Let's put on the boots, Joel. <laughs> Let's get us with some 50 matches. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I swear to God, I'm going to do it. All right. What really matters is this Josh Alexander promo. He comes out to the ring, says, I spoke with Impact Management and got their blessing to come out and do things my way. I'm issuing an open challenge. He says, I challenge Bully Ray to a match right now, regardless of tonight's outcome. You're still going to have your title match at Hard to Kill. And then... Bully Ray, he's like, hey, up here, I'm not here. I'm looking at photos of your wife. It's not exactly what he says, but let's let's really, for all intents and purposes, Bully's looking at photos from Overdrive, and he's like, I'm not going to let you break my word. And I like this because it's so delusional shitbag heel <laughs> that it just works. He said, I said I would call my shot to your face, and I'm not going to do it any earlier than that. And it's, again, delusional dirtbag heel tactic. I was watching this in Discord with my friends. And when he said that, all I could think of was, you won't break my word. <laughs> you won't break. Like, of all the things, you idiot. Like, of all the things, bro. You That's what you're concerned about, Mr. Bully Ray? I'm actually surprised. He said, "You that's, that's sweet. You can come in and be a jabroni, even if you think you're going to lose. You head out there. You see him at hard to kill. It's a win-win. I was actually surprised he didn't walk his happy ass down that ring. <laughs> it would have been something. And it would have been something terrible i mean i'm glad with what we got instead i will say this why didn't Swingman take the open challenge he has to win 50 matches first come on now no he doesn't it's an open challenge 
you know what? You're right. But maybe he wants to do like Mickey James last rodeo, the last swing man, the last swing. <laughs> the last swing. <laughs> the last swing. <laughs> Put your keys in the fishbowl, folks. That's a dated reference. All right. And people saying that Wingman's <laughs> going to have like 50 straight BTI matches, I'm all for it. We'll review every single one of them to the, to the letter, to the Bro. T. Let's do it. Does, go all in, not just BTI matches. Have him win on tape. Don't be a coward. <laughs> have him win at random pro wrestling revolver shows. Have Let's him go. pin people like Sammy Cal. Have him pin Moose. Don't be a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Swinger does open relationships, not open challenges. <laughs> <laughs> so bully's not there bully's not there out comes speedball mike bailey instead he says well if bully's not here and you're opening you're you're gonna have a, an issue an open challenge i'm gonna answer it and josh says let's get a ref so first of all we gotta answer this humper chat from ma sulco says i don't want to be the one of those these things were better back in my day guys but monsieur baguette would have put josh away in 10 minutes now the look on your face shows that you did not watch ipwf last week it's okay the speedball's character for ipwf is monsieur baguette which is a very um traditional french man he comes out in oui? the stripe we 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 comes out oh, in the no. black and white and he's holding a baguette and he's got the oh, mustache and speedball does have like a montreal french accent so he's just he's speaking regularly into the mic he doesn't have to hide his accent he's just making it sound like he's speaking normally wait so speedball don't talk like that speedball has a has a montreal accent he has a french accent it's not like thick thick but he tries to hide it a little bit on impact i've noticed i listen i love i love the french i love them i love them (laughs) some french french is like stupid american right now yeah. I see Steve Slam was in the chat. He's French. He's like, my moment from Monsieur Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> it's representation. Everyone's ha- sorry. I, I dipped into the Israeli side of my brain for a minute. <laughs> you tried. Um, um, it's representation. All... Um, There's a lot of bad accents going on yeah. in this channel right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're all doing it. And by the way, I may circle with the super chat. If Bully wins, does he take over? George Iceman show. What, what, Hey, this is the bully hour with Bully Ray, huh? I feel like that was a terrible New York accent, but even New York accents is like, what is this, the 80s? I'm walking here. Nobody holds the door for a real New Yorker. <laughs> Taz, my balls. I know. I'm sorry. Should have woke up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, we got to talk about this thing. I'm sorry, Speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> Speedball Mike Bailey and Josh Alexander have a nearly 60-minute match. And if you didn't watch it tonight live, Impact Wrestling just announced that they're going to upload the match in its entirety on its YouTube channel at noon Eastern tomorrow. Check it out. It is worth it. Not Not since Josh Alexander and TJP had a hell of a match last year around June. They did a 60-minute Ironman match. Not since then has there been a match that long that held my attention for the entirety. This was an instant classic, Cresta. Absolutely. I agree. Um, the beginning of the match. First, I was like, okay. They're warming up. I like how Speedball was able to see that, okay, I can't overpower this guy. I'm not going to outspeed this guy. Halfway through this match, I really had to be like, wasn't he in the North with Ethan Page? And wasn't him? Wasn't he doing flippy doos, if you will, floppy flippers? Remember how Ethan Page was going to AEW and everyone said, well, Josh Alexander's screwed. He's not going to do anything now. 
come on now. Come on now. By like, the time we get to Hard to Kill, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Josh Alexander does win this match. By the time we get to Hard to Kill and Bully Ray, Josh Alexander will, I think, have beaten the number one most, uh, the longest reign in Impact World Championship history. You know who, who number, number one, one is? Take one guess. He's glorious. Bobby Roode. Robert Roode at 256 days has the longest Impact Wrestling World Championship reign. Alexander is currently at 229. He's really good, though. Like, to have someone like Alexander be your flag bearer, every every promo, like, or every person he's gone up against, really good. Even, I guess, the tried and true Eddie Edwards, it was really, everything's been really good. Super good. Even this match tonight, I think, is a testament to that as well. That for every time... Josh, every time um, Speedball would try to adjust, Josh would just stick to, I'm going to break every bone in your body. I learned something today. Joel taught me that Canadians don't have limbs. None. We have none. We, we, just, we just exist in a plane of limblessness. Because I don't know. Your ankles are not meant to turn this way. Your feet are, they're not meant to turn this way. If this man is not pigeon foot by, Jesus Christ. This, I witnessed a, a demolishing. <laughs> so... This match does kind of go into three or four parts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chops. Uh, the match went nearly an hour live, and of course, they didn't cut much of it, it seems. The only thing they really cut was uh, when they went from the German suplexes, they suddenly kind of cut to a break, and then they came back. Other than that, though, things are pretty much as yeah. as shown. Um, I love that you had Speedball working over Josh's forearm and his 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 um shoulder the entire time because without it he can't do the ankle lock or the c4 mm-hmm. spike pro- properly eventually while he's on top of josh and josh is trying to get rid of um of speedball he eventually like gets a poison rana from speedball yeah and that's how they break it i love that little, little things like that um just kind of set me up for some really good stuff there's a good um there's the ultimate weapon a few times that gets yes. hit a C4 spike doesn't happen until the very end, which is great. This is the the whole, this is the thing when it comes to, to, to Mike Bailey. He's really good at having multiple finishes. Yes. When the Ultima weapon doesn't work, the Flamingo driver does. That's like his, I'll only bust it out when I have to. Uh-huh. And he got to that point where he almost had to. So uh, there's some really, really good stuff. At one point, Alexander tries for a top rope styles clash, which is nuts. He does end up using that styles clash later on in the match. It almost factors into the finish. Um, but man, at the, at the end of the day, it just, it was one of those 60 minute matches that you just have to sit and, and watch because there's so much storytelling. There's so much cool stuff. You got to the point where like Alexander spits in Mike Bailey's face. Yeah, which I was like, yo, you're you're not that guy, pal. That was some frustration, and Mm -hmm. I love it. Because for everything Josh did, Mike Bailey had some sort of counter or just stick-to-itiveness that kept him in the match. And then eventually, what happens after the spit is that Josh just rips Bailey from the bottom rope and then just right into a pile driver. Just wild. This is when the match for me, I was just like... (laughs) Two C4 spikes get the job done. Josh Alexander wins the match, retains the title. Absolutely wild match. And I don't even know what else. Like, 
at this point, if you're going to tease me with the Bobby Roode stuff, by the way, uh-huh. you got to like, I would love to see Bobby Roode and Josh Alexander as the last of the former champions take on Josh Alexander trope. Now, Bobby Roode is injured right now. He just underwent surgery a few weeks ago. So maybe we're not going to see that. Yeah. But if he's healed in time that they can make it work, that's the one match that I want to see in terms of like, who's the best impact world champion ever that story. Isn't, isn't Bobby Roode still in a contract with D- WWE? He is, but at the same time, we're seeing some crossover happening right now. So we if did see AJ Styles. Yeah, we've seen AJ Styles uh, appear during uh, during Slammiversary. It mm-hmm. was a taped vignette. The wrestlers may not be wrestling necessarily at Impact, but if listen, if Shinsuke Nakamura can go over and work a Noah show in the new year, and it looks like Carl Anderson's going to be working a couple New Japan shows. If you trust your talent, and it's let's let's be real, it's Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode's not exactly going for the WWE Championship. I agree, but I know also we also know how the Fed give it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. The one thing that kind of bugged me about the the Speedball X Division Championship run was how many times they alluded to Christopher Daniels' ten match streak or his his defense streak, and we said, mm-hmm. "Well, it's got to come back to to." Uh, not Kaz, but to to um, wow! I just lost his name. It's got to come back to Chris Daniels. Yeah, and it didn't because they had Kaz win the title and then cash it in, only mm-hmm. to have it turn into whatever it is now. We got to do something with Rude this time around, in my opinion, because we're kind of at the precipice of those two in that elite territory. Yeah, and not a lot of people have that. Um, I also want to emphasize too that the last quote-unquote five minutes of that match were so chaotic. I have to give commentary was phenomenal this entire match, but Matthew Raywalt with the, there's five minutes left, there's two minutes, just, it was really over the top, added to the complete drama. These two are complete professional wrestlers, and I want to know if Speedball is okay. I swear to God, I saw that man get dropped on his. He crumpled. What a good match. He worked a match at WrestleCade this past weekend against Dak, so I'm sure he's fine. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh like that. I'm sorry. But, yes, you're right. Never mind. Dax, <laughs> Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler work capital S-T-I-F-F. There's no, there's no caps lock off. <laughs> yeah. So Speedball's okay, I think. Uh, Philly76 with the Super Chat saying, couldn't jump on until now, but, oh, my God, what an incredible main event. They did yes. it all. Both showed aggression. I loved it all. I, I really enjoyed this week's episode in total yes. for different reasons. It was a different episode than, we're, than what we've seen lately. But mm-hmm. on top of that, um, you can kind of tell where this was going. If, if you knew when they started like jumping from segment to segment, nothing breathed in this mm-hmm. episode. And no, we were just talking about the Tasha, Tasha's deals and Savannah Evans, like that should have breathed a little bit, but they didn't because they had to hit that mark with the overrun and with the mm-hmm. Josh versus, um, Versus speedball and that whole segment, they had to get there. But I really liked the way that this show was paced. It was very fast and furious, which is not something that you need every week. But once in a while, it's good to have that. And I feel like this week having it be so hard, especially the next two weeks, the holidays are coming up. I'm excited to watch next week. So if I don't get a Christmas show or something around there, I'm not too pressed. This was a really good show. Out of out of the ordinary, I will say, and especially for this not being a go home for anything, this is just a regular episode of Impact. So, hell yeah. And this is where I'm a little miffed because mm-hmm. we still have to do Bully Ray versus Josh at Hard to Kill. 
this match with Speedball and Josh Alexander could have been the main event is hard to kill and it would have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they'd done this one in Canada where they're both they're both Canadian. Imagine if they'd done this one at Sacrifice in Windsor in March. You, Canada you would have, would have blown up. That arena would have... <laughs> it would have been a really different reaction. And you know what? Here's uh-huh. the thing. You can run that match back numerous times. Agreed. It great. It felt really strange to do it on a random episode of Impact in December of 2022. But um, I think it was Speedball's coming out party coming out of the X Division and into uh-huh. the main event scene. And Christmas the match came early. That's yeah. all it is. Christmas came early. <laughs> and when I think about it, you know, Mickey and Jordan Grace will probably have the wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Josh and Bully might have that brawling, walk and brawl thing all over center stage, which is actually a really cool, um, a really cool venue to do because it's a, a TV sound stage. So things oh. just kind of like if you walk around, it's like a you'll see it, but if you watch GCW ran there a few mm-hmm. months ago. And like they did a lot of walk and brawl. There's some cool aesthetics to that venue where you can walk around, do some cool brawling and some cool fighting. Uh, so I'd be down with that. I'm going to say that Josh Alexander is phenomenal because to see him wrestle speedball from wrestling Frankie Kazarian. And now just even the way you say the walk and brawl where that's probably going to happen with bully Ray, this man tailors from a professional standpoint, he tailors to his opponent and covers their weaknesses, whatever it is that could be. From a sports entertainment standpoint, it shows how versatile he is. It shows that he is literally a fighting champion, that he is somebody who no matter who it is, like he said in the promo earlier to Scott Demore, it was just another challenger. It doesn't matter to me. I think this is fantastic. I really, now you got me thinking about Bobby Roode. That would be fantastic. That would be nice. But even then, it's like Josh Alexander got to win that at that point. I this man is having the run of his life, and I'm sick of people sleeping on him. I'm ready to fight for you, Josh Alexander, but I can't fight. So, you know what? I'm not looking forward to. So, on his way out to the ring, we didn't talk about this, but as he's going out to the ring, Josh Alexander is confronted by Tommy Dreamer, and Dreamer's like, <laughs> "I just want to talk to you," and Alexander's like, "Nah, no time, bro." Mm-hmm. And they they're gonna have to do an eventual Tommy Dreamer versus josh alexander match where bully comes in not like this it's going to be one of those like the the two have a fight bully's going to come in and defend the honor of his friend bull of his friend dreamer and it's just going to be one of those like uh why and i'm not looking forward to that i wish josh alexander was just a little bit more rude so when tommy dream was like hey i want to talk to you look at him and say when you shave that man bun i will and then leave Shame I thought you were going to something totally different. <laughs> nah, only only slightly rude. You know, sports entertainment. We kid friendly. <laughs> <laughs> one hell of a show tonight. One hell of a main event. Go out of your way to watch it. Is there yes. anything else from the 60-minute match that you want to talk about before we get on out of here? Speedball's neck is made of titanium, and you cannot tell me differently. To take a Styles Clash, two C4 spikes, Um, I think it was a German? No, what? Oh, pile driver. Two pile drivers. Germans too, tie and tight. Speedball is Wolverine, and you cannot convince me anything. Get that man a massage, somebody. (laughs) I hope he's well taken care of in the in the physical uh, injury department or the physical um, therapy department. My God, yeah, because that was yeah. Kudos to the both of (laughs) y'all. Next week's on the show. They're going to do a tag title rematch between Motor City Machine Guns, Heath and Rhino. Uh, Angels is going to take on Sammy Callahan because, of course, he is. Uh-huh. And Edwards 
versus Delirious is going to happen. There's a lot more matches. They're taping them tonight. Or sorry, not tonight. Uh, Friday and Saturday in Florida. If you're there, go check it out. Maybe you want to talk about it. Maybe you want to give us all your, uh, you know, all your scoops from the from the events. Scoops. Get your scoops, or you can get them over at FightfulSelect.com. Okay, let's do that instead. Cresta, I think we got to get on out of here. Hey, we we went over. We got sidetracked. We went over. By the way, uh, we'll go sidetrack for a second. Uh, Cresta was on True Heel Heat this past Sunday. It was chaos. It was fantastic. Go out of your way to watch it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Our friends at True Heel Heat are always welcome here. Ness usually comes in and fills in when Cresta's unavailable. A few times he's done that. So uh, go ahead. Check them out. Cresta did a great job. Just wanted to Thanks. give you that public kudos. It was a lot of fun to watch you on that show. Uh, plug your stuff. What are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing this week? Watch True Heel Heat. Type in your keyboard and Google Cresta Star, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. Um, every Thursday, I'm here with the illustrious, awesome Joel Pearl discussing Impact Wrestling with you. And on Saturdays, I'm over on Know Your News, where we talk about gaming gone weird. It hasn't been weird because the Game Awards dominated the news cycle, and it'll be dominating us again. No pun intended. But on Twitter, like you see at the bottom, Cresta V Star, you can find me there. There's a link tree in my bio that has all of those things linked. Joe Pearl, where can they find your voice, your interviews? You, 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 you. I and her define. I'm actual Pearl J O L P E A R L. What do I have going on? I don't have much going on. Go to fightfuloverbook.com. Go follow me over there because that's uh, where a lot of my stuff drops. I do a show with Jeremy every Saturday that comes out. It's called Newsworthy. We talk about news of the week. That was really important that Jeremy wrote. And we talk about articles and writing. If you're a news writer or a journalist, you might be interested in a lot of the news and a lot of the information that Jeremy dumps. Uh, and I also have Tim and Joel call it in the ring every Sunday, currently 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you're an early bird, come and get the worm with us. We'll talk about wrestling from the week. We just clown around like Creston and I do. That's what we do uh-huh. here. Bunch of clowns. Fightful. The clown circus. <laughs> we are the clown show here at Fightful.com. Go ahead. Leave us a thumbs up. Let's get on out of here. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy ROH, NXT, all the stuff this weekend. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.